turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. I am so delighted to have Pam Waugh with us today. Pam is a successful business entrepreneur. She is a hard worker. Pam loves the Lord with all of her heart, and she seeks Him wholly. She has so much to offer you today on your journey with the Lord. And I think that's the key. I think we all want to be known. We all want to be seen. Um, We all want to be heard. We want to have a voice. And when that's shut down, we really don't know how to do otherwise. That's right. Mm -hmm. So God had to start teaching me how do you have a voice? Yeah, what is my value? And that's the biggest thing he taught me. Um, was I would say in my 30s was when I was like, okay, God, I'm done with the rules. So you're going to have to come through or I'm done. I'm just done. And he's like, oh, good, finally. <laughs> now you can come to me, right? I can't and follow every figure- single one of these. Every single day, it's too many. There's too much. Yes. I literally was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I literally was exhausted. Trying and- to make it all fit in a box. Yes, exactly. And I felt like I was a failure every single day. Because I can't, I can't check all these little boxes. No. And I became exhausted in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, exhausted. And I got to a point I would just got hopeless because of it. I got hopeless because of it's not working the rules. It's not working for me anymore, God. But I don't know what to do because I would go to church even in my 20s and 30s and say, I need to forgive. I know I need to forgive my mom. I know I need to forgive my dad. And they were like, well, just get over it. Just ask God to forgive you and get over it. I'm like, I have, mm-hmm. but it's not working. But I don't, you didn't feel it or how, why did you think you hadn't forgiven them? Cause I still was very angry Yeah, deep down inside. And I think I was afraid to be honest with God about what, how I was really feeling. Cause he would be super disappointed in me. Okay? So you told him with your mouth, I forgive, but you knew in your reality, I'm still angry. So it's deep down. And I didn't know what to do with all that anger. How, how does one pull that out and really forgive? I mean, that's a lot. That's not just one thing that happened. That's year after year. Yes. How do you forgive that? And you were a kid. Yeah, right. Um, and, you know, I was so unhealthy and they had convinced me I was crazy, right? That oh. it was me. You're stupid. You're dumb. I had a lot of self-hatred. I had a lot of that happening in my life. And so I'm like, I can't. It is me. It's me. It's, it's not me. them. It's me. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Did you have to forgive yourself too? Absolutely. Um, so I just started walking this really tender road. I was in, I was raw, like as raw as you can get. And I said, God, you have to come through or I can't do this anymore. Right. I just can't. And so I remember, I love how God sets us up, right? He's, he's so good, right? He, he knows. He's, he knew this 20 years before this ever happened, right? <laughs> you know, and he's so cool. So um, I was sitting, I went to a, um, two things and it was, it was crazy. I was like, okay, God, I'm stepping out 
and I'm doing it just with you. You know, my husband can't save me. He can't heal me. My, my kids can't save me. They can't heal me. But you can, right? Oh, I and love that. I didn't want to make them responsible either for my healing. And I felt like they felt like they had to be right at times. Mom, it's okay. What's going on? You know, and I'm like, no, enough of that. God, I need you. Yes. I need you. And so um, I can remember I went to this conference, huge church. And I'm like, I'm going to go by myself, which freaked me out, right? And I sat there alone. Because mm. I think I distracted with people. I distracted with helping other people, right? Instead of dealing with my stuff to help other people's stuff helped me distract because I didn't know what to do with my stuff, right? <laughs> you know, it was crazy. And um, so I'm at that conference and I was like, God, I don't even know how to start this, but you do. And I think that was the first time I started realizing I really need him. And the verse, um, Jeremiah 29, 11, mm -hmm. people always say, you know, the first part of that verse, but the 11 through 14 was what really got me. Then you will call on me. Then there you go. You. you know what I'm saying? Um, and you will give me all your heart and I will bring you out of captivity. So I always only gave him part of my heart, right? Because that was safe. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, God, yeah, I'm angry, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. Because then you'll be disappointed in me if you hear that I actually probably hate these people. Mm -hmm. But don't you think that's the, the crux of forgiveness is when I can acknowledge the hurt and the hate. If I can't acknowledge the depth of the hate, I bypass the possibility of forgiveness, right? Mm, so at so some point, I think you have to go head to head with the Lord and say, I, I really hate what happened. Mm -hmm. I absolutely hate what happened. Yeah. And that's not wrong. Right. That's a good thing in that mm. space to be able to be as honest as possible. Otherwise, how, how do you receive the true forgiveness? Right. Exactly. So yes. did you do that out of, did God show you compassion for them? So you came to that point or you came to this point because out of just your desperate need to get better. I mean, how did you get to the point where I have to acknowledge the real truth about what happened? I think I got so miserable and so hopeless that it got to a point. I'm like, I told my husband, I mean, and I'm being real. I mean, I wrote a book about it, so it's out there, right? Oh, what's your book? Uh, In God's Arms. In God's yeah. Arms. And I learned. By Pamela. How beautiful. Yeah. So I just learned to sit in his lap, in his arms, because I realized that the throne of mercy and grace is there and has mercy and grace in our time of need. Did you see him as your father? I did. How did you, did you always see him as your father? No. So it was very scary for me to even trust him. As a father, um, I can remember the first time I really experienced his love was I, I was going through, I had this amazing, so, so that conference, what happened was I met this amazing lady. I went to her healing little conference and I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh, I need to remember her in case someone ever needs her. You know, I can refer to them for someone else. Of <laughs> yeah. For someone Not else. For me, right. For me. Else. I didn't need it. Right. <laughs> And guess what? I was like four years later, I was in her office. It's awesome. See, God was preparing me. And even that day at that conference, he said, Pam, by my stripes, you're healed. Mm. And it started to open my heart up to say, it's okay, right? You know, I can only do it through Christ and what he did for me. And he loves me, even though I didn't really believe it at that moment. 
but I'll rem- I'll never forget in that office. Um, there was a moment that was really traumatic for me, and and it was very hard for me to ca- talk about my trauma. And I could even feel the trauma coming before I would get to the office with her, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she's spiritual director, amazing Christian lady counselor, and she would be so gentle with me because she yeah. knew. And I was like, okay, God, I want to talk about this. this okay, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to talk about it because I don't know how to get out of my confusion in my head and the blame and the shame and the pointing of the finger. And I felt like that's who God was. Shame on you. You bad girl, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what I knew. Mm. And I remember she said, let's pray about that. Would you want to pray about that? Would it be okay to let God into that for you? And I was like, okay, uh, I can do that. It scared me. I mean, literally scared me to death mm-hmm. to ask him into this. And I did. For the first time, it was the first time I ever let him in to my, my traumatic moment, right? Wow. One of my traumatic moments. And I'll never forget this. And I remember, like, just, like, knowing he was standing there. I just knew it. The Holy Spirit was just like, now I was there. I saw the whole thing. And I was there holding your hand. And it's okay. And I can remember... um See, I pictured it in my mind because I had built up these defenses because it hurt so bad that I was just standing, you know, during this thing. Actually, I was in the fetal position Mm. and I had forgotten that. Mm. And he wanted to show me that, I feel like, too, to say, see, that's that little girl. You need to love her. No wonder. Have compassion for her. That's That's what she went through, right? Mm. He showed me who I was. But then most of all, it started to show me, see, I love that little girl. Mm. she is valued to me and I was there for her. And I was like, wow, it hit me so hard in the depth of my heart that I remember my husband was taking me every week. Come on, honey, let's go. Yep. I'll Mm. support you in it. He would just take me. He would drive me. I got in the car and I'm bawling. He's like, are you okay? Are you going to be all right? Are you going to, you know what I mean? Cry. Yeah. You know, and I was just crying and bawling. He's like, I'm like, babe, I'm okay. God Mm -hmm. loves me. Oh my gosh. I mean, I was just like (laughs) over the top. He's like, Oh good. (laughs) You know, he was kind of like, Oh, okay. You know, but it was like the start of recognizing God's love for me. He loves you. And what do you think God was like upset to that that happened? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes things happen and we blame God mm -hmm. and it, and he gives all of us free will and we harm someone else or we hurt someone else and then we blame God for it. And God's sitting there going, oh, no, that was not OK. I'm not OK with that either. Right. Do you think I mean, did you ever realize that God wasn't OK with what happened? It took me a few, you know, I would say probably six months to a year to really understand that, um, you know, abuse is not acceptable by God. Yeah. He doesn't accept that at all. That is not in his will. That is not his character. Yeah, he's, you know, his character is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't say, um, you've been abused, so go back to the abuser. Yeah. He does not say that. No. Um, but he does say, forgive that mm. person. 70 right? times 7, eh? Yeah, right? And I had a hard time with that because if I forgave them... What does that mean? So I think part of my unforgiveness 
was holding on because it was, I felt like it was keeping me safe. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.